Wow, a lot's happened since we last spoke on Friday, has it not? Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. A place where we talk about what's going on up in the sky for a couple of minutes every day to get your day started. If you catch this with coffee in the morning or whenever you listen, thank you for joining us. Yeah, so one big news story, obviously. Let's look at the week ahead, and then we'll kind of look back and we'll tie all of this together. So this is the last gasping breath day of Virgo season. The sun moves into Libra tomorrow at 9.23 a.m. My son's birthday is tomorrow, the 22nd, and he is a 29 degree, and I forget the minutes. It's a bunch. (laughs) 29, almost Almost a zero-degree Libra. You know, but this is really interesting about the debate of cusps. Now, Steve Forrest would take somebody born uh, later today. Right now, the or waking up this morning, the moon is still at, or it's the sun, excuse me, the sun is still, I'm still waking up this morning. The sun is at 28 degrees Virgo. So at 29, Steve Forrest would roll that sun into the next sign. I tell you what, I have a Virgo son, <laughs> and he was 29 degrees, I forget, but a bunch of, you know, high in the minutes. So, like, he was born just before the crossover into Libra, and he is very much a Virgo, but he's a balanced Virgo. So I think when you have these, you know, like folks born today, the last day of a sign, yes, you're looking ahead at the next sign, but you're also experiencing the sign in which you were born. So... It's a very interesting time in astrology and very interesting to interpret, too. Now, some people, by all means, roll up into the next sign and they exhibit far more tendencies of the incoming sign than they do of the where they are at 29 and 28 degrees. But I I think in especially if you're studying astrology to possibly do readings or work with people, it is something that when you see a 28 or a 29 degree planet, in other words, the sun or the sun, The sun is just getting ready to move in, and you're saying, is this person a Virgo or is this person a Libra? Then you have to start getting into their life and dissecting the nuances of how that really has shown up for them. And it could be, the answer is yes. (laughs) Yes and yes, it's both. Now, the other big thing this week will be on Wednesday, and that is the last day of this moon wobble that we've been under. Thursday, you're clear. So back to back to normal on Thursday, and then we've only got a couple of weeks, and then three weeks, I think it is, a gap, and then we roll right into Mercury retrograde, which is almost kind of the same thing. It's just not as severe. And it is almost like on this moon wobble that we said goodbye to a lady who has been very much in the headlines and very much in the accolades for her life, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who left us under a moon wobble, and left us on Rosh Hashanah. We don't get into politics here because I know there are some people who uh, really don't like what she did as a Supreme Court justice, and there are some people who will mark her as one of the heroes of our time, up there with Martin Luther King and John F. Kennedy, for example, one who literally shifted a generation and a culture and was an inspiration. So wherever you find yourself in that camp, Let's honor the humanity of this person who definitely influenced our time. And let's stay with the astrology, because there are a couple of interesting things about her chart. She was born March 15, 1933 in Brooklyn, New York, so that makes her squarely a Piscean. 
certainly she envisioned a new future. She saw into a realm that didn't exist in her adult life, and that's typical of Pisceans. She also had an exact square of Pluto in Cancer and Uranus in Aries. Interesting correlation here. Cancer is a feminine sign, water sign, indicating women, Pluto, transformation, Uranus, revolution, change, Aries, powerful. You could almost write the script of her career just from that placement. Isn't that amazing? And she also had uh, Mercury was at seven degrees Aries in her chart. The North Node was at seven degrees Pisces. That put the South Node at seven degrees Virgo. And when she died, she died with Chiron at seven Aries, exactly conjunct her Mercury. Another interesting placement of her chart on Friday was that transiting Pluto, where Pluto is now, is one degree away from a direct opposition of her natal Pluto. Now, the other thing, you know, as I, as I was saying last week, this is kind of interesting because what seeds were sown under the moon wobble might be planted but might come to life or might grow after the moon wobble. Do you not think that this is one that is going to have some repercussions? And I'll tell you, uh, better watch filling this seat under the moon wobble. Uh, however that turns out, Thursday would be a lot more clear um, day to do it. But I've heard that this podcast is not piped into the West Wing of the White House. So <laughs> tried to mention some things on here occasionally and see the headlines and see that, well, n- nope, not that one. <laughs> but yeah, I would, uh, you know, the fact that it, it was created during the moon wobble, obviously, with Mars in retrograde, uh, Eris, the whole thing, it just, it does. It sets up a storm, and that would be there anyway. That comes with the territory, this perhaps more so, and I certainly would not be putting a candidate out there until at least Thursday. I know they want to move quickly on this, and a lot of people are opposing that, and there will be the fight. I hope I did that in an honoring, non-political way and certainly honoring to the life and career of somebody who did make a big impact on our culture. All right, we have a fairly quiet week the rest of the week, so we'll talk about Libra season tomorrow. Hope you have a great day. Thanks for spending a few minutes with me. I will see you tomorrow. Have a good Monday. Bye-bye.